That's me on the podcast Sharing a song With something to say about it With Thin Lear And Niagara Moon Losing my opinion Thin Lear, I gotta say I'm a little concerned I'm a little worried about you this week I saw on your TikTok that you're rewatching The Sopranos for the third time. Uh, it's actually the fourth time. This would be the fourth time now. It's just, it's such a, for, for an insanely violent show, it's just very comforting <laughs> to watch it because I've seen it so many times and my wife hates it. She hates it so much. She, uh, I used to have it on sometimes when I couldn't sleep. Like back in the beginning of the pandemic, I would, I would have it on in the bedroom and she would wake up, she'd be like, I just can't listen to them arguing with each other. Uh, <laughs> like in my brain, it's like, oh, it's those damn Sopranos going at it again. Did you uh, choose to rewatch it because you moved to New Jersey? Yeah, I'm just trying to get into the feel He saw some of ducks, Jersey. got really depressed. Uh, I got some ducks in the backyard, getting depressed, walking around in my bathrobe, put on about 100 pounds. I tried it for the first time. I got inspired by seeing your clip. I had never watched The Sopranos. I got through maybe half of the second episode. Couldn't do it. Really? I instantly recognized it for the all-time classic that it is. But that fucking mother. Yeah, it's just, she's It's a him and his mother. This isn't going anywhere good. This is a cesspool. I got I to gotta get out now. It's not an uplifting. People say The Wire is depressing. <laughs> like, at least there's hope for, and redemption for some of those characters. Like... This is where we're starting from. That what's her name? I don't remember. Oh, L- L- Livia. Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Livia. <laughs> yeah. She's a sweet old lady. <laughs> no. You you brought up uh, the parallel to the wire. The wire. I have the same relationship with. I've watched it. I think three or four mm, times. Yeah, same here. And it's incredibly violent and a stressful show that I somehow find very soothing to watch. Yeah. What is yeah. what? What's up with that? Why does that? I skip all the scenes with the the kids' lives getting ruined, though. I can't. That is <laughs> the best season of television that has ever existed. I, I think Randy yeah. and Naaman. And- but look at where Michael B. Jordan is now. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of actors from that show. They 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 pop really off. Really catapulted. Um, well, this is not uh, TV talking podcast. <laughs> Welcome here. to Talking Sopranos. No, this is this is an old music uh, focused podcast here. This is in fact old music. Yeah, sometimes we do newer stuff, but yeah, we're a bunch of classic rock stands, uh, as the kids say. My name is Thomas Irwin, a.k.a. Niagara Moon, uh, a.k.a. Piano Keys. Love it. Uh, highly renowned, well-respected <laughs> indie musician. My name is uh, Matt Longo, a.k.a. Thin Lear. Uh, I don't have another uh, pseudonym. Uh, I'm universally hated. Right, right. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And hey, we got uh, Nate Saffron back on. Can't forget we got that. Nate Saffron. AKA Chain Reaction, AKA Constantine. <laughs> Dude, I love that Chain Reaction EP. I love it. Uh, yeah. Or just AKA Saffron. That Constantine mixtape is just really good. Yeah. Fire. I got no idea what they're talking about, but I uh, just wanted to get out of the way that this is Losing My Opinion. Uh-huh. This is a music podcast. Uh, we're going to show each other songs today, talk about the songs, what points we have to make, and nobody else knows what to expect. It's all uh, the art of the surprise. The art of the surprise. Uh, Can I do a little plug at the beginning of this one, or should I wait till the end? Go for it. If you're going to be at South by Southwest, uh, Stephen F's, Stephen F's, Thin Lear, it's going to be at Stephen F's on uh, Saturday, March 18th. The show starts at 7.30. It's a really good lineup. Uh, There's other artists on it beyond me, but you really should come for me. If you're listening to this podcast and you're there, it would be like sacrilegious for you to not come see this gig i'm playing other shows there too but it's real touch and go so uh put it on instagram as i find out hell yeah is it a solo set or you're playing with your your boys and your gals uh some will be with the 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 players some will be solo wow the saturday gig is going to be a solo gig but it'll be special and intimate gentlemen i'm i'm pleased to have you here today uh it's it's always a treat to see both I'd be lying to you, though, if I said that you hadn't gotten my goat recently. Got your you goat. Got me a little, dare I say, incensed. We, we, got, we got a problem we need to work out here for today's episode. With both of us? Yeah, mostly Nate. He's the main oh, offender. Oh, great. I'm looking, at you. I'm looking at you too, Tim. Oh, oh, come on. Why can't it just be him for once? I don't want to be involved in this. I'm trying to think of what it is. I want to talk to you both today about one of the all-time great albums 
that you don't fucking appreciate the way that you should. Is it the stranger? <laughs> We're going to do it like an eighth Billy Joel episode. No, 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 no. No Billy Joel. What we are talking about today is none other than one of the best concept rock albums of all time from one of the oh, best rock bands of all time. Oh, okay, is. all right. <laughs> I knew Pink it. Floyd's The Wall. I knew it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, can, can I bring up... Uh, I like to go to the show. I do like that yeah? song. Uh, the, I, can I bring up Nate's comment last time? I, yes. I, I remember it very clearly. I can't bear myself to. We were talking about double albums and... Um, uh, we were saying something about some record that should have been one record. And then Nate said, or in the case of the wall, no records. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's get it all out there at the top. So Nate, are you a Pink Floyd fan? Yes, I am a Pink Floyd fan. And from the age of about 16 until maybe 19, they were my favorite band. Yeah. Um, and that's the age when Pink Floyd is your favorite band, right? Uh, and I still like Pink Floyd, um, but I think that my preferences have shifted in that I used to just consume all Pink Floyd and loved everything to the point where I even like... 80s Floyd, all of it. Even like the Division Bell and like the oh boy. Roger yeah. Waters like solo garbage. Actually, even oh, then right. you did Roger Waters solo stuff. Even that, I I should say I checked it out, but never really liked it that much. I think that's kind of where I drew. God once, yeah. God gets. Um, but I think that now the Pink Floyd that I like the best is actually like the era from metal mm. through to like Animals. Um, no, I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just Pink the Floyd best fan that thinks that's the highlight of their. Yeah. <laughs> Nate actually well, got me into uh, Uma Guma because I never left never listened to that before. Adam Hart, Mother, yeah. and Metal, like those records, I hadn't because I was into Pink Floyd too when we met. But I was into like you know the stuff everybody's into, mainly Wish You Were Here and uh, Dark Side. But then I started going back and and there's that live record. Uh, what's the one where it's like partially live, partially live at Pompeii? Uh, that one is amazing, but there's one that where it's like uh, careful with that axe, Eugene. Like I think the first time that showed oh, up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- that era. That is Amagama. Right, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. That record is amazing, and really metal. Like might be one of my favorite. People like metal. Pink yeah. Floyd so, records. I like metal. In my opinion, the peak of Pink Floyd was just the track "Echoes," the oh, end yeah. of uh, of metal. Uh, that is, I feel like, what I personally like the best at Pink Floyd, which is. Um, largely in the Phantom of the Opera song, <laughs> yeah, the do 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 do, yeah, that 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 descending bass line, and I think it's like I love um, David Gilmour playing like slide guitar, um, it mostly being instrumental, them kind of jamming out with like heavy like synth and just like rollicking drums, uh, and in my opinion, that's them at their best. And when they're at their worst, this kind of gets to this album is when Roger Waters is doing all of the songwriting and is largely the person singing and not so much alternating with David Gilmour. And when Roger Waters was running the show on the wall and the final cut, that's where now I'm like, I'm out. So you don't like the final cut at all either? No. Oh boy. And that's a con- that's a concept album about circumcision, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, thin layer, yeah. Metal boy, where where are you metal on Pink boy. Floyd? Do you just e- echo uh, everything uh, Nate just said? Kind of. I mean, I love. Yeah, I love animals. I love. I love animals. Wish you were here. I love <laughs> metal, of course. Dark side, though. I, I really haven't listened to it in a while because I played it out. Adam Hart, Mother, and and Amagama are probably the records I come back to most often now. Yeah, I feel like the more coherent the concept albums became, the less good the music is. Because it's like the more he, the more Roger Waters has to fit the narrative in, and then the focus is not like the jamming and good music and good melodies, but instead like, all right, I got the full narrative in. Like, what is the concept of uh, animals? I guess is vaguely coherent. Wish you were here is just you know vaguely about Sid Barrett Dark Side of the Moon I have no idea what the concept of that record is but we call it a concept album but like when he locked in with the narrative on the wall it's like uh, the music feels almost secondary 
Yeah. I agree with that. It's it's theatrical in a way. It, like, it seems like it's almost like show tunes, hmm. um, which is fine. Like, I, that by itself doesn't invalidate it. It's just not really what, what I want at a Pink Floyd. I kind of appreciate them doing, like, jams, which is kind of weird to say because I hate jam bands. But I feel like for Pink Floyd, it works pretty well. You like when Roger Waters is making, like, animal noises. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Is The Wall the best? There is no best. Is The Wall my favorite Pink Floyd album? No. Is it a masterpiece? Yeah. It's it's an all-time classic. It's amazing that it came out the way it did. I do also quite like the final cut a lot, though that can be a tougher sell in some ways. Uh, but also, just a quick plug for the final cut, that does have more instrumental highlights than you might think. That's not just all uh, Waters whining. But boy, oh boy, The Wall... Matt, you said that you you like the the first track in in the flesh. I like. <laughs> I was in a band in high school, and we covered the song in the flesh, and I thought it was very cool. Our version was horrific. Did did you get to yell? Cue the sound effects. Uh, I had, did not have the confidence to do those things, but I sang the song Light. probably with great incompetence. Uh, but I, yeah, I like that song. That might be it. Fucker. I mean, maybe Young Lust, I kind of dig. Do not like all the Another Brick in the Wall songs. I think those tracks are boring. Those did get overplayed. Yeah, I hear. I heard those so much working at the deli. Sorry to go back to yeah, that. I was going to say, that's a deli jam. That's a deli song. Sure, part two. I heard yeah. it quite a bit. Um, Nate, is there nothing from the wall that you can enjoy, or you poo-poo on the whole oh, thing? Oh, comfortably numb. Minutes? Comfortably numb, obviously. Comfortably numb, yeah. yeah. I think I like like six of the tracks, actually. Uh, I, it's not so much that I think that everything is, is trash. It's just that I feel like, um, well, in, you know, based on what I was saying the last time, I just think double albums are ridiculous. Uh, but it's just like, maybe there's 15 minutes of music. I really like on the wall, uh, like five or 10 minutes I tolerate. And then like Jeez. over an hour of stuff that I don't really like over an hour. That's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot of stuff to not like. Yeah. Comfortably oh. numb is one of the best songs they ever did. I'm not sure how I forgot about that. And, yeah, there's probably, yeah, like three, four songs I, I really dig, but there's no reason this needs to be four sides. No, god damn it. Well, so here, god damn it. I like Another Brick in the Wall, despite it being overplayed, In the Flesh, um, Young Lust. I like uh, Young hey Lust. Hey You. Yeah, Hey You, Comfortably Numb. Uh, Run Like Hell is kind of fun. And all so, right. you yeah, know. All, all the big hits. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, pl- we, we got we to gotta play some music here. Uh, the Wall is a masterpiece. Yes, it is lyrically driven. It is narratively driven. And as such, like you can't cut down on the album. Like, Do, you, do I occasionally want to skip the last few songs when it's the trial and waiting for the worms? Sure. If I'm playing it out of order, I'm not committed to taking in the whole experience that is the album. It's like a movie. It's and there is a movie called The Wall. I don't know if either of you have seen it. That's also a yes. A, I have great, seen it. Nate, have you seen it? I, I own it on DVD because <laughs> okay. I used to fucking love Pink Floyd, right? Uh, and I think that what I uh, when you I used, to, you used it, to play it on dates, right? You'd print. You'd yeah. Oh god, <laughs> this place is bigger than our apartment. <laughs> yeah, I was want to take a bath. I was like, hey. How, what do you think of Bob Geldof? What did you uh, love to watch? <laughs> you're a big Bob Geldof fan, right? He looks pretty cool yeah, about his eyebrows, Bob huh? Type of gal. Um, yeah, I would say that when I watched that DVD, it was like me skipping through, I would say, 80% of it to just get oh, to comfortably God. numb. Hmm. Uh, and that's when I kind of realized, like, I guess I don't really like the wall that much. I, I just love, like, three tracks. <laughs> Damn it. All right, well... We're going to play a song. I'm going to play a song that neither of you have mentioned. I think is a fantastic song. One of the many highlights from the album. And uh, at least, you know, to my ears, not super Waters dominated. I know he just made the band his band at this point. And, you know, his voice is uh, unconventional. Uh, Some people can take it or leave it. But I want to play the song Goodbye Blue Sky. Okay. I like his voice on the Animals record. Because that's when he's like starting to dominate a bit more. You think more. you're a love, but you're really a cry. That song, and even just the the, the opening tracks, the, those acoustic songs. What happened to you? 
<laughs> you didn't care. It's just like plaintive. You know, it's fine. About me. Yeah, I like I like that. I just love uh, like is it sheep the one that starts with the organ? Yeah. No, you think you're thinking of pigs, maybe. Is that pigs? Pigs goes. Yeah. Oh, so goddamn good. <laughs> yeah, that song is. That's my favorite track. That's on the Animals, best song yeah. on the album. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick my pig. Yeah. My <laughs> hand. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. All right, Pink Floyd, The Wall, Goodbye Blue Sky. This is a fucking jam from a masterpiece of an album. Uh, if there was a library of Congress for music, you got to put the wall in there. And maybe there is, I don't know, but it's, there is. it deserves your respect. It does not deserve your disdain and your dismissiveness. It deserves your respect. Here we go. This is uh, Blackbird. This is Blackbird. Sounds like Call of Cthulhu by Metallica. Dump this all in the trash, huh? Doesn't mean a thing. I will. I think that um, it's recorded really well. Well, you know about like the guitar at parts of it. They like put some like reverb on the guitar that makes it sound like um, I don't know, like a like a porn soundtrack or like some sort of like. Uh, what the fuck are you talking? About? <laughs> like it sounds like it's, it's like, like a cheesy <laughs> Spanish guitar. You it's know the highest I mean? end porn soundtrack. Uh, this is super high on. I don't know. The <laughs> you thought it sounded canned. <laughs> well, no, I, I I think the production on that sound is good. I will say yeah, that, the that, is a song that of the uh tracks on that album that aren't the ones that I think are like the bangers, that's uh the ones that that's one of the ones I don't skip. So it's like I agree with you, like among the ones that are not the hits, that's mm-hmm. a better track. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and how about you, uh Finley? That's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's it's just it's very Roger Waters, and it's sort of yeah. uh, a precursor to him going to a place that was sort of devoid of even more quality. So it's like it's fine now, but I think even in hindsight, looking at that direction of the music, where it's just like uh, it doesn't have the same kinetic energy of their earlier tracks, and I'm not just saying that because it's you know slow tempo or whatever right they're not a band anymore they did become the roger waters show until he it, you feel it becoming yeah. his uh his vehicle but i like both i'm i'm glad we have both i'm grateful for it all uh although i don't really have strong feelings one way or the other on the 80s gilmore albums i don't know those are just kind of sound like fluff to me a little bit but yeah no there's uh there's lots of good tracks on this whole wall here um that I think neither of you have mentioned Hey You. I don't, I don't like that one. Well, I, I said Hey You. Um, oh, you did? You know, Hey You, I've had um, kind of like when I when I first heard it, I loved it um, in the you know era where I just pretty much loved anything Pink Floyd did. I had kind of like Phantom Menace Syndrome, which is like, 
you know, when that movie came out, it's like, oh, this must be amazing. It's Star Wars. And then you like, they're like, yeah, all right, I guess that sucks. Uh, <laughs> like, so, so like my once, memory of Phantom Menace is I was six and like uh, somebody puked in the car on the way over to see it. And we had to sit in the front row <laughs> and I didn't understand anything that went on. But yeah, until like after a while when I like then went through a phase of being like, I guess, you know, I like some Pink Floyd, but maybe not the wall. It's like, yeah, hey, he's not that great. And then I recently heard it in an Uber. And I was like very into it. And I was like, oh, maybe he was actually pretty great. So I don't know. I'll concede that one. Yeah. He made the Uber driver pull over so they could listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Like I got home. And I was like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. no, no, hang on. You're going to wait. I'm David gonna... Gilmore is going to shred right Let it, Let it finish. Let it finish. Let it finish. When you both say that the wall had to sacrifice musical quality to maintain the narrative. Mm -hmm. What the hell does that really mean though? Uh, you can Just hear, he's not singing notes good or what are we talking <laughs> well, about? Well, maybe, but you can hear people being restricted in a way that you don't hear on the other records. There's like spontaneity in the arrangements, even through animals, you know, a song like mm -hmm. pigs could not exist in the environment of this, more austere controlled record right but aren't you you're not grateful to have both you got different uh you know, diff different uh t types of music for different moods there are songs that it benefits but i would say comfortably numb seems like the place where there's it's the song where almost all of us maybe not you thomas are talking about as being the peak of this record and it's the song that's it's very good most oh, closely sure. aligned yeah. with it's their most successful earlier style and letting people do what they do best yeah, I, I think that in this album, it's kind of like Nick Mason and uh, Rick Wright are like not even there. It's like, what are they doing? Uh, you know, it's like David Gilmore will be, he'll have like some pretty sweet solos. Sweet but, solos. Uh, and those are like featured, <laughs> they're featured pretty prominently. But I don't know, like if you listen to, let's say, Animals or Dark Side of the Moon or Metal, like, you know, there's a lot more keys on those records. Yeah, it's it's not a democracy. It's yeah. uh it's an authoritarian dictatorship. But when you have a vision, you got a vision. He birthed a masterpiece here, and sure, he was an asshole, and I would have hate to have been his band member, uh, bandmate rather. But I I also think that he kind of restricted his own musicality, and that like the duo of him and Nick Mason as a rhythm section is like a fucking amazing ryth rhythm section and like mm. doesn't come across in this album. Mm. Well, I'm going to play another tune that both y'all are probably not going to dig, but I think this is, this is, you know, it's, it's not a super standout track, but I think it's got a solid melody. It's got a really thoughtful arrangement, really effective and and of course, it fits beautifully into the narrative of of this character, Pink, and his uh, mental decline. Uh, I want to listen a little bit of Nobody's Home. Mm. This is going to be hard. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Nate, remember we were talking about how Richard Wright, like you just hear those little bips and bobs, like he knows the perfect place to like drop like little flickers of a note. The organ on In the Flesh. Well, I was going to say that he's not really here in the same way on this record, where it's not. You can't hear him spackling the gaps in the way that he did on previous records. This right. time, it's like he's got a part, and he's sort of locked into I'm that okay part. I don't know. You know how like that album, Injustice for All, the Metallica album, like after their bassist died, like they just put the bass mix down to zero. It's like an album that <laughs> has a bass player, but like it's not even apparent. That's how I feel about like Rick Wright on this album. Mm. It's like he's technically in the band, and most of the time, like. I, I forget he's even there. Mm. Look, great gig in the sky. Wonderful all-time classic. Uh, us and them. Rick Wright is not on the final cut at all. I don't miss him. I still I get my Pink Floyd fix, even <laughs> if he's not there. Sorry, folks. Uh, certainly an all-timer, an all -timer, though, for sure. But I'm going to play you now. Nobody home. This is going to fall on death fucking ears. But some people out there who like the wall know what I'm talking about. Uh, somebody's on my side out there. Uh, here we go. I'm out. Yeah, no, this is like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so out. <laughs> the inevitable, the 
Did you say Ken Burns? He said, this is a song about Ken Burns. He went to visit him and he wasn't home. <laughs> I got nicotine stains on my fingers. I got a silver spoon on a chain. It's partially about Rick Wright, actually, the song. Got a grand piano to prop up my Strong to fly. <laughs> Nate's gonna barf. I really am. Oh, there's Rick Wright. Somebody's playing the piano. There's a little heartbeat in the background. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> And Philistines. It is very show show tuny. You were kind of like winning me over a little bit, and then you played that. I'm like, oh, this is why I turned on the wall. <sighs> that that sums up like the entire thing. Like the combination <laughs> of like the overwrought like arrangement and then his vocals, the lyrics, channels the, uh, of shit. To yeah, choose I, from. I also just really can't stand like late 70s on Roger Waters vocals. I like British anyway. Bob British Bob Dylan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he entered that phase, it's like even if the music is great, I just it turns me off so much that it's like a real uphill battle for me to get into it. Well, the first sensible thing you've said this whole podcast is just not liking music because you can't get over the vocals. I know what that feels like. I accept that as a legitimate reason to not engage with with an album or a song if you're like i don't like the vocal delivery i i can think of artists for myself where that's the case but you still got to give the wall it's due and i'm sorry if you can't if you can't see clearly on this issue sir maybe it's a neat you're out of the band maybe it, you, so nate you can't call yourself i'm gonna leave the podcast and you can't call yourself losing my opinion anymore because i'm not part of it so you can't call yourself losing my opinion either because <laughs> you're not doing it my you're way a different guy a slightly worse guy um <laughs> Uh, you know I'll what? Take you to court. So, <laughs> Nate said that it shouldn't be a double album; it should be a no album. Maybe with your argument, you brought Nate to the conclusion that it should really just be an EP. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. If it was a six-track EP, it'd be a, like a great EP. Incredible, yeah. Full-length LP, or the deal's fucking off. I'll, I'll give you. You could cut one disc if you want to be a, a savage about it, but I'll, I will not accept any less. Can you okay. squeeze? Can you squeeze nine tracks out of this album? I guess you could squeeze nine tracks, but I would still think that they're like six good tracks and three like okay. Um, it's a good record. If you took the best nine tracks on this album, where do you think it would place in their discography? I, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. Uh, behind animals, which you were here, dark side metal, and Adam Hartmother. And probably, probably uh, on the gumma as well. You're nuts for Adam Hartmother that high up. You're, you're, I, you're love cool. uh, <laughs> I love I that record. I love that record. That album is, it's interesting, but it's You don't wrong. like Fat Old Son, Summer 68. I mean, Alan's like Breakfast. Okay, this. Yeah. yeah, that sounds incredible. Yeah. The title track is, you can tell they, they bit off more than they could chew. <laughs> I mean, it was earlier on in their career. I get it. I mean, it's, it's still classic Floyd, but like. Yeah, like I echo what Nate said. Metal through animals, or it's no fucking deal. Uh, <laughs> final cut, though. I really, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna end, end things off here with a little bit of final cut. Ooh. Oh, this is just like this is this wildly, is Roger has dominated everyone and everything. What? Rick Wright is not even pretending to be in the band anymore, and it's a great album. Why don't you just skip uh, to Radio Chaos? Nah, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm with the honest solo stuff. No, thank you. I know I'm right. People out there can can vouch for me. Okay. Uh, let's. I'm going out in a blaze of glory here. I'm not even going to play the track. I'm going to play a song that's more the wall than the wall itself. We're playing the final cut. Through the fish-eyed lens of tear-stained eyes. <laughs> a little better than Dylan, I'd say. Shape of this moment in time. Are you sure? And far from flying high in clear blue skies I'm spiraling down to the hole in the ground where I hide He's like Jack Skellington. 
The priest hole. This is like comfortably numb if uh, David Gilmore wasn't involved. Exactly. He was technically. He was forced to watch. <laughs> Had his hands tied behind his back. You know what this is like? Can you imagine if the Beatles had like three albums past Let It Be and they uh, all just resented the living shit that Paul took over? And, like, and yeah, Paul took over? Yeah. I'll take him. <laughs> all right. Well, I know I'm right. So that's all. Yeah, that you took a step too far with that last one. I feel like you <laughs> should have cut your losses after there. Great album. Final Cut's a great album. And so is The Wall. The Wall is a little stronger, but I have affection for both. Uh, Saffron, what have you been listening to this week? There it is. <laughs> Get ready. Here we go. Transition. Losing my opinion. Well, I will say that what I have been listening to has nothing to do with my um, actual uh, argument this week. But okay. in terms of what I've been listening to, I went to see Oshmi Tantes in concert on Friday. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, isn't that wild? That they, they're that's still around? It's really just one guy. <laughs> he's like 70 and he sits down and plays. It's bad. But hey. Yeah, it was fun. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, but in terms of my argument today, it's not so much what I've been listening to recently, but I was kind of I was going to center this around a playlist I made about 10 or 11 years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, Matt had that that al- that uh, that episode where he was talking about like Simple Kid and playing all these old tracks from that era, and I, I really love that because I absolutely love that Simple Kid record. Um, but this, yeah, centers around a place I think I made in, like 2010, and I should say that between the years of like 2005 to around 2015, it was when I lived uh, with roommates, right. And one thing that uh, music serves this one function when you're living with roommates that you then later don't necessarily need when you live alone, which is that it drowns out you having sex in your room. <laughs> and what I was going to get to is a, a, a playlist. Do tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cover the low-hanging fruit of music to have sex to. And oh man! <laughs> you yeah. told him. You said, "Don't hold back." And here he is. I did. Here he is I'm, I'm, in all I'm, of his I'm glory. Strapping in. I'm buckling up. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to cover that more in depth. But first, I want to get to this playlist. So, um, boner jams. Yeah, the boner jams, <laughs> slam jams. Um, there's, <laughs> you know, uh, in this era, right? What era? Spotify. <laughs> no, like two, the, the era of okay, all right, when early two thousand tens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The era of Nate hooking the, the up with people. Years, the era yeah. of what I was having sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> around two thousand ten, like the dominant way to listen to music wasn't Spotify; it was iTunes and right? LimeWire. And, and LimeWire, right? And you would just download a bunch of shit, throw it in your iTunes library, and sometimes you would have music going, and then it would over or if you put something on shuffle then you'd get something completely random popping up uh and so this would normally be fine but could become a situation for comedy um if you have on itunes while you're with some sexual partner right uh and in one instance i um (laughs) was uh sleeping with somebody and the song Powerhouse came on uh, by Raymond Scott, who did uh, Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies. 
<laughs> and uh, it's featured in this playlist. And, and so I thought that this was a hilarious moment. And, and I was, you know, it, it prompted me to have You this, thought it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was. Um, you know, uh, it, it prompted me to make a playlist where instead of it going from, you know, whatever track you're listening to, be it Playground Love by Air or whatever the hell people are having sex to in 2010, uh, to Looney Tunes. Example, that's a good call, that track. Yeah, to Raymond Scott. Yeah. (laughs) Instead, what I did was made a playlist that starts off with these tracks that are pretty good to have sex to and then gradually devolves into be going worse and worse and worse. Uh, that by the end of it, it's just like the worst possible music anyone could ever have sex to. And so I made this playlist and it's called The Challenge. And I would share it with my friends and uh, it oh, kind God. of spread around and people would tell me their experiences of how far into the challenge they got. And I know that this could come on Before what? Like, Before someone well, said, what on point. earth are we listening to? <laughs> you Yes. So it's... The challenge is not necessarily when somebody interrupts and goes, uh, what, like, why? Like, could we, it's it, that, but then also how far you could go while still being on before you have to just completely shut it off. And so, uh, you know, I, I know this sounds, could come up sounding kind of bro-y, but the Sounds people, like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. It does sound like a Seinfeld episode. It has been um, uh, embraced by... Uh, women, gay men, lesbians have all either told me that they tried this playlist or have made their own, right? So it's it's whatever uh, like sexual partner you're with, be it uh, someone you're sleeping with for the first time or a longtime partner, you put this on and you see how far you could get through it. But I will say that because it's around two hours long, it is meant to be an actual challenge. And if you can make it to the end, uh, your prize is that Law and Order SVU shows up at your apartment because, like, you should not be able to get to this goddamn playlist. <laughs> and so, what I did today was uh-huh. I made a medley where I just chopped it up. Oh, another medley! <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's very long. This video is very long, but okay, okay. It, we can it, listen to it in no pieces. Interrup- there's no interruptions, so we'll, we'll do some tantric listening. Tantric listening, like exactly. Sting. Yeah, like Sting. Yeah. Um, okay, so I will share this with you. Does it end with Pink Floyd's The Wall? Yeah, the, it, the, it, ended, the ending is just... Honestly, <laughs> honestly <laughs> If you didn't care what happened About to me, me Pink's on the wing Zigzag away <laughs> Fought him in pain British Bob Dylan Put him in pain <laughs> He's like, he's a half step from that You don't like Summer 68? That sounds great that's fine. It's just like it's not Peak Floyd. A fat old son. Ooh, that song's good. It's good, but it's not. It's not. Wish you were here. Good. So I feel like the best thing on uh, Adam Hart Mother is just those horns. Yeah, yeah. So is it uh, uploading? So I sent you. I replied to your email. Oh, here we go. Yep. All right, there we go. So now I can play it. I am scared. <laughs> It's yeah, kind of kicks off immediately. Here we go. Without further ado, the challenge medley. So we're starting from like the most appealing uh, track, like track number one. Is that the idea? Yeah. Um, okay. So it gets progressively less sexy. Which I should say that this was stuff that was available on Spotify uh, then, and also I don't know if I would necessarily make this same playlist now, but I felt like I should just go with the old OG one. Yeah, no, I, I think you, you wouldn't want to corrupt it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. Um, I'm shaking. <laughs> Some Portishead. Oh yeah, Portishead, sure. Yeah. Got that baby making beat. It's just a dream. 
All right, if you want an apple, sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. Both of these, like Guy Ritchie would use these in his sex scenes or something. Yeah, I feel like um, a potential problem with this is you might climax just from the John Brion stuff on this. Yeah. Like independent. <laughs> sure. Let's go. We're starting off easy here. Yeah, no, no, this is totally normal. Oh, listen to that shit. Probably oh. would not include this now. But it's, it's, it's not as good. Very, very 2010. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Black Keys. Less appropriate, though, I'd say, than the previous. Yeah, but not like... No, it's not egregious. Yeah. It's not off-putting. And it works for a Taco Bell commercial, too. Do you guys know what this is? Nope. This is David Byrne? Yeah, David Byrne and Brian Eno. Yeah, now we're getting a little weird. But not, like, so egregious. It's a little weird. It's, it's still a good no, beat. I think, yeah, somebody could, yeah. Just the voices. I feel like the next one gets like to the end of the neutral. So. We're ramping it up quickly here. Yeah, it, it's like acceptable, but oh, for me, it's a little weird. For, but it's, it's a bit it's weird. It's still acceptable. It's just pretentious <laughs> more than anything else. <laughs> Do you like spoon? I like to spoon. <laughs> what a great album this was. Dang. Yeah. Ga 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 ga. <laughs> okay, this is bizarre. What's going on here? This is CSN One. Oh. You know what? They totally did bang to this back in the '70s, though. Come on. For sure. It's like uh. You could still do it. It's just a little. It's weird. This is this is. <laughs> so I think weird. We've crossed the line into something weirder now. Yeah. I know that people have made it. <laughs> nah, yeah. No, the this Beatles is ridiculous. A great pick. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. No, this doesn't make any sense. No. This is objectively bad for sex now. Oh, this so is. So this is. This is the point where I oh, am now personally now tapped it's bad. out. I've never gotten past sure. this song, and nobody I know has gotten past this song. Oh, we got so much time left on this. Yeah, yeah where does so it much go? I this know. seems about as ridiculous as you could get. Oh, you think that, but <laughs> it gets worse. Well, my name it is Sam Hall. Oh, uh, yeah. Sam Hall. I think this could come around, <laughs> like, if by the time you're, like, Sam in your Hall. 70s or 80s, this Hall. could work. This is such a weird my choice, too, from Sam those Hall. records. And I hate you one and all. <laughs> and I hate you one and all. Damn your eyes. <laughs> what happened? Oh, is it? Uh, your session expired. You gotta go um, I gotta. What? You mean? A, what the fuck are you talking about? I can't log into Sam Hall. Oh, no. The mood is ruined. <laughs> the mood is ruined. I have performance anxiety. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, swear I this never happens. <laughs> yeah. It just logged me out for no good reason, but I can, I can get back in. We're, we're good here. I guess even my computer couldn't make it past no, uh, Beach Boys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, Moondog? This is Moondog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like what the rats have sex to in Ratatouille. <laughs> Every morning Big John, mine, Jimmy Dean. Arrive, he stood six foot six and weighed two. This is great. Kind of broad <laughs> in shoulder and narrow at the <laughs> Everybody knew. How come this wasn't at the beginning of the play? Big John. <laughs> you don't think Big this is a real consider? Now, now we're getting kooky here. Okay, yeah. I figured he'd show yeah. up at some point. 
He's not sexy. This was his like, I'm now Tim Burton period. Yeah. So this, this, this is, is this is the track that inspired the playlist. <laughs> Wait, so this realistically, this actually did come on. So this real actually, yeah, this happened and yeah. <laughs> I mean, it prompted a discussion. <laughs> Okay, great. The Who Sell Out. Yeah, The Who Sell Out. Heinz Baked Beans. That album sucks. What's for tea? What's for tea, man? What's <laughs> <laughs> for tea, What's darling? For tea, darling? Oh, wow. Oh, Venetian Snares. Oh, nailed it. Wow, very good. I bet people unironically play Venetian snares in the bedroom. I mean, yeah. it's a select few, but... I think those people meet on FetLife. <laughs> There's... Uh, um, do you know you don't like Venetian snares, Matt? Uh, this is... this is fine. Not for the purposes of this playlist. The name of the track is Smooth Guzzlers. Oh, okay, so this is like some throat singing now? Yeah, tube and throat singing. On her too. This is bad. <laughs> now we've, we've plumbed to the depths here. I think I'd, I'd be really that's scared, that's I think. He stops and then <laughs> picks right back up. <laughs> this is like is this uh, metal machine music? Yes, it is. Do you know which, <laughs> which number? Which part? Uh, I mean, any of the maybe three? Fucking nailed it! Wow, <laughs> nerd. By the way, this is 16 minutes long, so uh, you know, adding to the challenge, 16 minutes of guitar feedback. Wow, about an hour and a half into this. Okay, and okay, now we're at now the we're at the overlook. Here at the overlook. Yes. So now it's the threnody for the victims of Hiroshima. Oh God, Danny. <laughs> This is a truly terrifying piece of music. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, when's like the Silent Hill soundtrack gonna come on? No, this is so. This is the finale. This is the apex. If this is yeah. nine minutes, and like I can't conceivably think of anything worse than this. It's up there, yeah. <laughs> Basically, this is the rest of it. If you want to sure, off. sure. Yeah. What a piece. Wow, that uh, that that Penderecki. That is completely insane. Now, Nate, do you yeah. do you still have this playlist available on Spotify? Yes. Like, could we share it as yes, a link? Please do. Yeah, in the show notes, I'll put it in the show yes. notes. Yeah. I really would like people to try it out and let us know how how far they get. Um, you know, if <laughs> if they leveled up or whatever, uh, <sighs> and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I also would like people to make their own uh, challenge playlists. Mm. Uh, I feel like that's kind of the most fun component is people making their own and then seeing what they've made. Well, update like, it for 2023. You know, like we're still, yeah. there's a lot of 2010 on this. You know, I don't think Spoon would be on there. No. I don't think. No, maybe not. Definitely. I just play Kanye podcasts. <laughs> I don't even play the clips of the Kanye podcasts. There's some all-timers on there, like, you know, the last track, like Metal Machine Music, Raven Scott. You know, there's ones, Moondog, there's ones that are sort of just not going to sort of... We're missing the drift. Oh, yeah. Why not? Scott Walker should be on here. Oh, that's good. The, like him smacking meat or yeah. whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> smacking meat. <laughs> Somebody, when I put up that video, <laughs> when I put up that video on TikTok, somebody wrote underneath uh, professional meat beater. <laughs> Nailed Nobody it. did it like him. The person crushed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear what people make, their own playlist, their experience with the challenge playlist. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I have no idea why I actually uh, felt as if, uh, you know, I had to make things more challenging. I remember uh, for myself, I remember Matt used to make fun of me in college because he would say that, like, uh, it, 
the way he'd imitate me is like a girl would be unzipping my fly. I'd be like, Hey, no, 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 no. just listen to this like Elvin Jones solo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, making things unnecessarily hard. Uh, just you know. does it. Yeah. It's all part of the challenge. It's all part of the yeah. challenge. Yeah. Challenge 2023. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I like the overarching argument is kind of what music is good for sex and what's not. And really, I think a lot of it was summarized. You like them slow beats. You like them them trip hop samples and yeah. I feel like something that's rhythmic but not too high tempo, um, and something that also I think like what would totally ruin uh, would be a horrible track to come on is actually something that's so consciously used and like associated with people playing for having sex like if bom, 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 yeah exactly bom, 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 if that yeah. were to come on that would be the worst possible song to go on let's yeah. get it on sure um, like cliche yeah yeah if like al green like let's stay together or like let's get it on comes on you're even though these songs are all awesome it's just yeah by the way in the challenge playlist i like about 80 percent of those songs like mm. You know, like sure. I like that Phoenician snares track. It's just not something that would be good to have sex to. It's uh, good coding music. Yeah, right. You you should be wearing fingerless gloves hacking into a mainframe. Plus you were, or or in like a Harmony Corinne movie or something. Yeah. <sighs> right. You, you you need to be like on crank or whatever. <laughs> <sighs> what did we learn today? That's the real question here. Oh, I have no idea. Um, never do that. <laughs> Never do that in your own life. Uh, Maybe don't have sex with uh, iTunes on Shuffle. It, it, that's a great no. Yeah, that's a for recipe for disaster anyone. right there. Yeah. Oh, also that the wall should be an EP that Thomas said. <laughs> Thomas came to the conclusion that it should be a six song oh, EP. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Full we want we want the whole thing, but Thomas. Really you can. Is. I'll give you. You can have a condensed version. You can have a, the one track, the one CD version, and then you can have the full thing. In its entirety, the masterpiece that it is. Oh man, uh, I'm sweating now. I'm I'm, I'm clammy. I'm, I'm jittery. This uh, this was quite a challenge. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of Losing My Opinion, and why wouldn't you? Uh, go ahead and and subscribe to the pod. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your platform of choice. Uh, leave us a rating or a review. Uh, try out the challenge. You know, go ham. Uh, you can also follow Losing My Opinion on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. All at Losing My Opinion. And uh, I said that uh, even when Roger Waters completely dominates Pink Floyd, it's still pretty dang great stuff. And I could be wrong now. Yeah, you are wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong now. <laughs> so long, suckers. Bye. <laughs>